there a queer time of year than Queermas? The shopping. A community comes together to love each other. Everyone is obsessed with a white powder. And really repetitive songs you have to learn the dance moves and lyrics to. Which makes it a shame there are so few Queermas classics. But tonight on the Gay Area Kids Yoga and Rock Cookie Association, we're going to jingle someone's bells as we look at Mangus. I'm Nito Kitchen tonight. I'm joined by the two ghosts from A Christmas Carol that got stuck in traffic. First up, she's not a ghost you'll forget anytime soon. It's Amelia. Hi, I'm Amelia, and I'm the ghost of Christmas drama. Am I the drama? I can't be the drama. Anyways, it's probably better that I didn't show up, because Scrooge might not have gotten the right message if I'd come along. And I can be found <laughs> at the Nefarious Navigator on Instagram. Next up... Uh, <laughs> Next up, <laughs> could have been the ghost of Christmas sickness. <laughs> no, the ghost of Christmas theater kids sickness because <laughs> oh, the ghost of Christmas mononucleosis. <laughs> Next up, they keep haunting your dreams, your wet dreams. That is, it's Row. Hi everybody, I'm Ro. You can find me on twitch.tv slash susqueenrow. And this year, I'm the ghost of Christmas all by myself. <laughs> Mangus is a 2011 Christmas comedy directed by Ash Christian, an Emmy Award winning director, actor, and producer who sadly passed away in 2020. He produced both her... He produced both Hurricane Bianca movies, as well as directing four films, including this one, and his feature debut, Fat Girls. God, he was so hot. And from Texas! Rest in peace, sweet angel. Anyway, let's get to Mangus, a film that may or may not be a gay movie or a Christmas movie. Uh, Mangus follows Mangus, uh, whose only goal in life is to play Jesus in the school's rendition of Jesus Christ Spectacular, since both his father and grandfather played Jesus previously. After he gets the part, he and his friends go out partying, only to be struck by a tragic accident that takes his legs to make, <laughs> to make matter. I just want to stop here for a second. Every time I see that shot of him with his just like legs bent and his two friends dead, it's just the most hilarious thing to me. The fact that this movie has a body count. The fact. The fact that this movie has a body count is just baffling to me. <laughs> to make matters worse, it seems like the members of the town don't want a paralyzed teenager playing Jesus, so he loses his role to his rival, Farrell. To make matters even worse, Mangus Sr. goes off to war, and his stepmother drops him off with his birth mother, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Which, I guess, isn't really that big of a negative if you think about it, but in the universe, I guess it's the worst thing ever. From here, Mangus... Nobody in a movie... <laughs> Sorry. No, go, go. Going. No, go ahead. Uh, nobody in a movie has ever had a bad time living with Jennifer Coolidge except for Hilary Duff. <laughs> that is a fact. That is a hard fact. From here, <laughs> Mangus goes on a journey of self-discovery, finding strength within himself and realizing he can do anything with the power of family. I'm joking. He ends up going to a strip club and meeting John Waters Jesus, then decides to borrow a nail gun and, with the help of his sister, Jessica Simpson, scare Farrell into resigning from the role, but tragedy strikes when Farrell accidentally falls through a glass table instead, leaving him unable to take the part. 
While hiding in Hollywood, Florida, Leslie Jones informs Mangus they need to go back now to be Jesus. Uh, And the movie ends with Mangus performing as Jesus and his family getting back together and a happy ending had by most. So, is this going to be a new Christmas class? Sorry. Is this going to be a new Queermas tradition for y'all? Yes. Only if I I get to watch it with you guys. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This this movie, to me, like, (laughs) I just spent a lot of it feeling very called out in the best ways. Like, there's one part, like, right before he crashes into the table where he's, like, dancing along to musicals in his living room, and he's like, oh, he probably can't hear you because he's listening to musical songs too loudly, and I just have to pause the movie at that point and be like, wow, this is personal at this point. Mangus too. this time, it's personal. Mangus one felt pretty personal. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It sure did. I mean, this movie has everything. Um, musicals, small town drama, uh, surrounding musicals, uh, a titty Jennifer, bar, John Jennifer Waters, Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. What in the world are you doing here? <laughs> Leslie Jordan, what are you doing here? John Waters. <laughs> um... Actually, brings... that's like the entirety of my notes for this movie. Jess, Jackie, uh, Jessica Simpson, what are you doing here? <laughs> this actually brings up a good point. All of us are kind of from the South, you know, like the South South. Um, so, and we haven't really seen any movies about that. Some of the movies we've seen is about people getting out of the South and going to like the city, like, I don't know, Stonewall. Um, the closest thing we've had to Corn like boy. <laughs> closest thing we've really had to like a, a south like a movie set in sort of like a more rural area I guess would be um, and then came summer right yeah maybe um, I like to forget like, that that movie exists personally so like I guess my question is since we're all from the south like how is sort of like the viewing experience for you do you think it was sort of like um representative of sort of uh your experiences well i think my my experience of this south is a bit more metropolitan than most i was about to say that too bigger areas of texas but I do know that, like, in Texas, there are small communities where if you go even, like, 20 miles in any direction, like, the accents change, the people change. Like, it can get pretty small town in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you yeah. drive through, and you drive through a lot of it to get out of Texas, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I... I feel the same way. I mean, I grew up in Houston, so, you know, I think, I think that's very different than small town Texas. <laughs> I grew up in a town with just barely 1,000 people in it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm <laughs> true to your experience, NATO. Yeah, you know, it actually, like, taking, taking into account, like, um, 
it's very accurate to my own personal experience. The thing that sort of rings way true to me is sort of the casual non-PC-ness while attempting to keep certain things PC. So, like, the town has a hissy fit that uh, Mangus uh, would be portraying Jesus while in a wheelchair, but they also do not have, like, a problem calling him uh, the C-word and... uh, using stuff like the r word and stuff like that and that rings kind of true to my experience at least growing up but this movie is really not pc <laughs> no not right. at all you you have people who kind of like mean well <laughs> in that good old southern way it's like it's like the excuse but kind of just like miss the mark by a mile <laughs> also i guess we should say if you have problems with offensive language maybe don't watch this film (laughs) um that's laid to the party but you know i don't care um so um let's talk about jennifer coolidge because between her and jennifer tilly i've realized gays really have a thing for actresses named jennifer uh yes this is a gay fact Uh, makes sense so jennifer coolidge is in this movie and I will say that I didn't like Jennifer Coolidge, like the first few films I saw her in, but like, I love her now and I love her style and I want more. (laughs) And it makes me so happy she's in like another gay Christmas movie that just came out. Right. I feel like I know her from this and a Cinderella story and maybe like one other thing that my repressed memory isn't allowing me to remember right now. But I don't I don't know. Every performance that I've seen of hers has stood out so much. You know what I mean? Oh I know- yeah. Jennifer uh Jennifer Coolidge and Gentleman Broncos. All the Christopher Guest movies. Oh, yes! That's right! How could I forget she was illegally blonde? How dare you? Bad gay. (laughs) You gotta revoke my gay card right now. (laughs) (laughs) Revoked. I'll bend and snap it in half for you. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She was also in Austin Land, which I saw once and I remember being okay with. Uh... Yeah, uh, um, she is a, she is a treasure, she, and she is in this movie. I don't I don't know how they got her in this movie, but I'm so happy they did. It's just like I don't know Leslie how they Jordan. got half the people that are in this movie. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I I think I wrote in my notes this exact phrase: "This movie is trash, and everyone in it is amazing." <laughs> It's true. It's a very accurate description of this movie. Speaking of trash, I am going to say this once and use my card that allows me to make a statement once a year without anyone disagreeing with me. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. The only person that should ever play Jesus is John Waters, and the only person that uh, should ever play the devil is Tom Waits. Good omens would have been great omens with that casting. Ooh. Yes. 
All right. All right. Jesus had me laughing for like a full day. He has like a two second role in this movie. And I think it took up three lines of my notes just being ha 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 John Waters Jesus. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Literally John Waters Jesus pops into a titty bar, tells Mangus to pull himself up by his fucking bootstraps already and then disappears. And you know the best thing about it is Okay, so I bought this uh, for for the, our younger viewers. Hastings was a uh, a media, a used and new media uh, store, which is something you had before the internet basically allowed you to buy everything online. Um, in fact, yeah. at one point, a store, by the way, is where you go to buy things. <laughs> uh, but it's, Hast- it's like Amazon, but with a building. But after Hastings, <laughs> so I saw this DVD and. <laughs> it just said Mangus on it. And then it's like on the top left corner, it just had like a little circle with like John Waters' face in it. And it's like featuring John Waters. And I'm like, I'm getting this. And that's the entire, that's the whole reason I own this DVD is just because they advertised a two, like a two minute <laughs> cameo on the DVD. Um, no regrets. Um, no regrets. Let's see. Um, what what do you think actually happens to Mangus now that he's fulfilled his one and only dream of being Jesus? I I don't know. That's. I mean, they kind of talked about him trying to pursue a career as a handy, capable actor. Um. I don't know, given his performance in Jesus Christ Spectacular, if that is a viable career option for him. But, you know, all more power to you. <laughs> I mean, you already tried to get out of Dodge by going to Hollywood, and you <laughs> went to the wrong damn Hollywood, so. <laughs> There's so many Hollywoods. There's like five. I don't know. Maybe take that as a sign. I'm, I'm not. I don't think theater. I don't think Mangus is cut out for theater. Maybe he was cut out for for Jesus, but I don't know if he's cut out for theater in general. What do you think, Amelia? Um, I would like to see him off, 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 off Broadway. I, I think I think he could succeed. Where is in, that? New Jersey? Yes, it can't be like a New Jersey community theater place. In Weehawken. <laughs> Look, it's a big country, okay? There's room for everyone on the stage, even if you have to go to like a small town somewhere in New Jersey. And I feel that. I feel that. Um, at least I hope that he gets out of River City, Texas, because that, that town is too small for him. Yeah. Yeah. The pickup truck is too small for him too. Um. Is that why they keep putting him in the back? (laughs) Yeah. So this is Ryan uh, Vagas' last acting role, and he kind of has gone into the ether. Um, so, uh... Do you think he could have had a longer run as an actor, or was this a good place to stop? 
I mean, it was like this in one episode of Friday Night Lights, right? Well, it's in another um, movie before this. Um, I forget the movie's name. I haven't seen it. It was something about like death or like a western or something. I don't know. If my only claim to fame was Mangus in the movie Mangus, I would like show that shit to all of my friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have a framed DVD case and every time somebody came over, I'd be one of those annoying people like, hey, have I told you the time I thought I was in a movie? It was really bad. We're going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like I would probably still do with all our 48 hour film project movies, NATO, if I knew where they were. They are destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah. Baghdad, Texas is the other uh, movie that he was in. Um, oh, Baghdad, Texas. I think I'm part of that. He's in a lot of Texas movies. Huh? Um, so, this is actually a good question. Being that Mangus is, um, let's be nice and call him a pretty straight character. Do you think this is a gay movie? Why or why not? Yes. Eh. I mean, it's got a gay person in it. It's got a lesbian in it. It's got music theater in it and still somehow this movie doesn't come across like as gay as other movies that we've watched who's the gay character jessica Farrell. no Farrell's not he's... gay he says he likes t he likes big titties remember <laughs> oh please if that kid isn't gay <laughs> nato he's had homoerotic experiences <laughs> But that doesn't make him gay. <laughs> no, I think... So, I think that this movie has... Gay elements in it. Like, how do I put this? Like... If I saw it, this movie the whole way through and nobody explicitly stated their sexuality in it, I would assume every character in this movie was gay. It, it just reads as queer... Like, I mean, it's campy as fuck... It has John Waters and Leslie Jordan and Jennifer Coolidge. It's about musical theater. Like, I don't know. It just, it reads as queer cinema to me. Is the director yeah. gay, do you know, or is he straight? No, he's, well, he was gay. He passed away. Oh, that's right. Um, he passed away, yeah. I think this movie is more queer than it is gay. Yeah. Do you Or is it more gay than it is queer? I'm not sure. Have you <laughs> Is an accurate statement? Alright. Well, let's go with that one then. More queer than it is gay. <laughs> have you seen you a have... lot of the elements that make this film queer for you in previous films that we've seen and maybe highlight some of sort of like the similar ones? Let's see. Um, kind of up to this point. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is like the fact that Mangus's step uh, stepsister or half sister half sister I think she's a half sister yeah no I... the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that Mangus's half sister like drops him and like everything else <laughs> to go like bang on an ice cream truck <laughs> that's what was so funny that's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream trucks are gay, yes. Mm. Sorry, I like 
put some ice in my mouth right before you asked that to try and settle my stomach. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, okay, the fact that she's in there with this, like, butch-ass lesbian just going at it as loudly as possible with the window open while there are children in front waiting in line, shrugging their shoulders like, meh, we've probably seen worse. That's totally a Texas thing. Uh, that's, t- that's pretty gay. I think, for me, I think it's like this, but the particular breed of campiness in this movie. And I don't know how, quite how to explain it, right? Because... Like, I've seen a lot of campy movies. Um, you know, uh, right off the bat, like, Thanksgiving comes to mind, right? And Thanksgiving is campy, but it's not a queer campiness. This movie, to me, like, just the particular style of campiness and acting that's in this movie and screenwriting, it, it reads as queer to me. <laughs> that's, like, the biggest element that stands out. Um... Which isn't very descriptive, I know, but I'm trying here. I'm dead. <laughs> Do you think, because, uh, well, why don't you compare it to, like, um, The Gay Deceivers, for example, which is also, like, a pretty campy movie. Mm, um, that's true, yeah. Do you feel as that. do you feel as though like even though The Gay Deceivers and Mangus are decades, really, honestly, apart that they both like retain sort of like this inherent like queer camp that's sort of universal. Oh yeah, yes, and you Ab- know what? Absolutely. And that actually just reminded me. I don't know why this wasn't what I thought of. Elements of this remind me of Surge of Power. Which one? <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Oh, sorry, more ice. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see that a little bit. Although I will say that in Mangus's case, some of the campiness comes in the casting choices mm-hmm. and and who they choose to have on screen. And yeah, I think that's true. that with Surge of Power, the campiness is a little more situational. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, going off of that, do you think that a lot of the campiness, if they, if we didn't have the cast that we had, and I know it's kind of hard to imagine that and like just put like no names, uh, in place of like Jennifer Coolidge and uh, Leslie Jordan, and just it, which would just erase pretty much all of Rose notes from the film. Um, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that if this film didn't have the budget to accommodate actors and actresses that had sort of that timing, but let me rephrase it. Do you think that if the cast was different, if if the budget didn't allow them to have such a surprisingly um, noticeable cast, uh, that you would feel the same way about this uh uh, about this movie like based off the script alone do you think that it would still retain the same campiness or do you feel that a lot of the campiness came from the actors i think within the script there's still probably enough going on that you could that 
you could make an argument that this movie would still be camp without the actors that it has. But I mean, thank God that it does have, you know, Leslie yeah. Jordan and Jennifer Coolidge and everybody else. Because oh, I was just going to say, I don't think anybody could have delivered uh, Mangus's mom as well as Jennifer Coolidge. Like, oh yeah, I I lost it when she when she first appeared and they pulled him up the steps to her trailer and she's like, "We should have bought you a slide." <laughs> so good, the fact that she named her daughter Jessica Simpson too. Oh my god! Oh Jessica and also, Simpson. When she was doing the tarot reading over the phone, she's like, "I see you night." on a horse in front of a castle but the drawbridge is up so I don't think you're gonna get into the homeowners association <laughs> that had to be imp- I want that to be improv so bad it better be improv in my heart that is improv if if they wrote that line into the script I swear to god whoever wrote that script needs a raise <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, this movie is so quotable. And it's not just Jennifer Coolidge. I'm gonna be Jesus! Gives these great lines. It's like everybody. Honestly, everybody. Uh, I think there are some forgettable characters. It's my The problem is that there are so many good characters. Uh, and so many characters kind of overall that you kind of almost forget characters that exist until they show up again. Um, right. Like Jennifer Coolidge's boyfriend and the stepmom, even though she was like a major part of the first act, I kind of forgot about uh, for Ed and Farrell's mom, like is just kind of there for just like a plot point and then like gone for the rest of it. Um. But yeah. but it's like I'm so glad they kept Leslie Jordan for so much of it because it's just like there's this how do I put it it is like the southern fuck you kind of thing it's like um where like uh you know very nice very sweet very gentlemanly but you can tell that they really don't want to be talking to you or dealing with this <laughs> you know so like when, when he's like yes. tell when he's like t- on the phone with mangus telling him like oh he can't be jesus anymore you can <laughs> you can kind of just tell like just from leslie george's like i just want this phone conversation to be over and then when we like calls uh jennifer coolidge later on you can just be like i really don't want to be talking to you you know and i really appreciate that that is something that i mean it's I would say it's more Georgian than Texan, but, like, I really appreciate, like, the little things that you can, like, notice uh, growing up, like, in a small town that kind of come through. Right. And even, like, Mangus's friends who die, like, almost immediately at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> hey, guys, are, my dad like, got me a Hummer to celebrate. <laughs> They're super noticeable characters, and, like, they add things to that part of the story that are, like, really nice, you know? And I feel like they just did not want to keep writing for them, and that's why they died. (laughs) They served their purpose. 
Especially when what's her name said, um, of course I'm a virgin, oral doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that is very much a southern thing. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, please let me be Jesus. Um I, I just and I want I want a movie that's just Jennifer Coolidge sitting and talking to you. And just like saying both nice things and really mean things, like Raquel, you you look so nice in your dress. You know, <laughs> I just I want her to talk to me for like an hour, and I will pay. Oh yeah, for that. that scene was like that scene was like pure southern. That's as southern as it gets. Is is two older Southern ladies who obviously dislike each other trying to hold a conversation without letting everybody around them know that they dislike each other. <laughs> I guess the final thing I want to know is there are... This is one of those movies that there is a good variety in the characters. We've already been over a lot of them. But it should be mentioned that all the characters are uniquely distinct from one another. Something that um, I guess I criticize about Surge of Power and that we've uh, had problems with in the past when it comes to characterization and being able to tell people apart. I don't think any of us are going to have trouble telling any of these characters apart. (laughs) Um, But is there one character that you really identified with from this movie? Farrell Williamson. Kind of same. <laughs> I didn't even have to hesitate. I was like Farrell Williamson. <laughs> he, he's got kind of that, I was born for musical theater. It runs in my veins. <laughs> and I yeah, have the I most, mean, I have the most pick me personality of everybody in this goddamn town. If, <laughs> if my solo rendition of the entirety of Into the Woods in the kitchen the other night was, was while I was cooking is any indicator. Farrell Williams. Wait, you have a you have a solo rendition of Into the Woods too? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this, is, this is what I get for choosing co-hosts that were into theater. Um <laughs> <laughs> for if those of you, if you're not for those of you who date. are not personal friends with us on Facebook, we've been trolling NATO all week with rent lyrics ever since we found out that he doesn't like this show. <laughs> if you're not a theater gay and you'd like to be part of our new cast next season. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> oh my God! Fired on Christmas! Wow, NATO! <laughs> it's queermas. We can't say the c word, <laughs> and you know it. We're all inclusive because we're anarchists. Um, <laughs> all right. I think it's time that we wrap this whole thing up like a lovely present for queermas, Amelia. Does this movie make you want to be visited by John Waters Jesus or move to Hollywood, Florida? I wouldn't take being visited by John Waters Jesus literally any second of my life over ever going to Florida, period. So, 
Bro, does this movie make you want to get taken to a strip club by Jennifer Coolidge's boyfriend or have to sing the lyrics to Jesus Christ Spectacular in place of all other song lyrics for the rest of time? I'm Jesus Christ Spectacular. It certainly was a show <laughs> with music that had lyrics. <laughs> no, I'd love to go to a strip club with Jennifer Coolidge's boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I think we all want that now. Actually, Jennifer, uh, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, if you're listening, we love you. And also, can we can we go to a strip club with your boyfriend? please <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though like we said if you have kind of a weak stomach f- when it comes to uh words that are not anymore considered pc maybe give this movie a pass um otherwise you know it's worth checking out it's fun it's like, I'm not going to forget it that easily. Anyway, that's what we think. But if you've seen this movie or in it, watching it later, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Gaiacapod. That's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions, and we can't wait to experience more movies with you. From us to you, we hope you have a very merry queer month. And don't forget to leave out the whips and chains for Santa and his gift this year. And in the words of Mangus, we're gonna get wasted. I love being Jesus. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>